Welcome to episode 20 of <laughs> Chat with Carrie Walter Mandy's Book Club Mood on the Dollar Gems The world's worst, worst Punch and Judy show and this week we bring it all sewn up neatly That's from never gonna the happen. story arc from it's episode 1 all the way through We are not going to sew this up neatly We're probably going to pose loads of questions I'm going to be like, oh we have to do a bonus episode next week now Nah Yeah, well I mean it's just the end of season one, it doesn't, yeah, uh, exactly. you know, because of the massive overwhelming demand for more. It's too much right We now. built it, and they came. 1,000 hours of listening. Yay! You're never getting that time back. <laughs> After all, you feel like, time is finite. Shout, so shout out Mrs. James, 500 hours. <laughs> yeah, she's been listening to one repeat. Mickey's the other 300, which leaves 200 divided by the other two. My dad. Alex Lewis, your dad. <laughs> Martin Lynch. Anna Kenner. Oh, yeah, maybe we could do that. Instead of having, uh, you know, like people have Patreons, put their names at the end of their videos and stuff. Yeah. And just be like, if you hashtag still listening, we'll read your name at the end. Yeah, it'd be one person. <laughs> like, I'd be like, and this week's sister is Mickey James. <laughs> Congratulations. Yay! I'm that is, for it. clarification, Mickey as in Mick Hucknall. <laughs> Mick as in Mick Hucknall. Which I haven't posted yet, so you wouldn't even get that joke. <laughs> oh, no! I out-awkwarded myself this, this week. Is that weird? Oh, so... I had Were you unsuccessful? Did you tell me the story? Um, uh, you're having to drop me. exam papers off to No, I, I, oh, I know the setup. Because you locked Kerry out, yeah, so then so you had to drop the exam papers off. I had to drop exam papers off, so when you get to old for now, you can't go... Am I asking the school name? Yeah, it's okay. Um, you can't Other go schools are available. Other schools are available. Um, you can't go to reception, you have to go to the gate first. And you have to press a buzzer and reception answer and be like, this is such a shit story. And like, why are you here? So I was like, hi, I'm just dropping some exam papers off for Mr. Humphreys. And they're like, oh, okay, where are you from? And I was like... His house? My, my house? And then a pause. Did you say my like, house? <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, that's not what they meant. So then I had to be like, oh, no, I, so I'm Carrie Humphreys' girl, partner. Girlfriend, partner, partner. yes, yeah. Um, I'm, no, I'm Carrie Humphreys' partner. I've come from his house. So they didn't make it any better. And then she was like, oh, right, okay, come on through. So then she like, let me in and I put him down in reception. And as I put him down in reception, I looked up and she was just pissing herself laughing at me. So I was like, oh, there we are then. You chose to say partner. Yeah. Because that feels more official than girlfriend. Yeah. That girlfriend is like devalued, but if you ever say like, "Oh, this is my partner," you immediately assume it's another. It's like a, a gay man. Well, with me as well. With I'm me. his uh, partner. <laughs> with the way that I dress and act, and people are always like, "I don't know if she's talking about boy here." Yeah. Not to be said. Carrie is a non-binary. And also Carrie's. And also be like, yeah, and also like, Stanford's just got a very young partner. Well, that's why. My other thought was like, do they think I'm just a kid that lives in this house Your Your partner's here in, in a Mike Wazowski t-shirt. Uh, he's finished his exam. Back. He's delivering his exam. Yeah, they probably thought you were like, I've done I've my done test. My house, I've got my test. Anyway, that's my awkward moment of the week. Yeah, but isn't it? Should I do one of those every week? There isn't like a, you know, why can't you just be like, oh, it's my... Wow, it's the whether you believe in the institution of marriage, isn't it? But mm. I mean, for all intents and purposes, he's your husband. Well, it's, it's, um, is it oh, the person that I chose to live with? Common law partner, isn't it? If you've lived with someone for a certain yeah, that doesn't break. I'm his common law partner. The official term I think you'll find is common law partner. I'm his. I'm his special friend. Uh, oh, you know, we, uh, <laughs> that would be so sore. I can imagine you though, they'd be like, I'm his partner, well we lived together, I mean we met in uni, I've moved from Hereford, uh, we uh, so we we share, I, I stay in the same house as here, we cook breakfast together. We have a dog! <laughs> She's like, I, I buzzed you in. <laughs> <laughs> the kids were Just like, still, just as you still talking. <laughs> So I should have just said, 
long story short, I should have just said Mick is in Hucknall and <laughs> gone in. Yeah, you want to talk about this week? Yeah, uh, so we'll... <laughs> it's confusing to talk about now because no one's heard it, but they will have heard it yeah, before they this one. Yeah, they will have heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought of, I think, my ultimate song that annoys me. The ultimate? Like, the even more rage than Simply Rose. Okay. Uh, Are you doing a dramatic pause? Yeah. Okay. Let's see if you can guess them. So they're a guitar-based band that haven't been in the charts for a while, but they were big around the time you'd have been into music. Is it Franz Ferdinand? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> can you guess what song it is? Take Me Out? Yes! Is it actually? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And do you know, I think what made it worse was I hated the song. Like, I hate <laughs> And then I had the, the, the sad, the even worse bit was when I saw the video and that guitarist doing that dance. It was like, how, yeah, if, if I, the only way to describe it is just the smuggest thing you've ever seen. Like, <laughs> uh, it, it, you know the phrase of like, oh, That's just dance, dance like no one's looking. This is the embodiment of dance like everybody's looking. Yeah. Yeah. Unpopular opinion. I liked Franz Ferdinand. I now use the past and liked. I wouldn't say I would listen to them now, but I don't I don't hate them now. But I liked I had that album. What other songs have they done? I couldn't tell you actually. Yeah, because they're just one annoying. Yeah, well, that's because that, that's just embedded in your brain now. Oh, it's made me like angry to think they, they just the notion they exist makes me angry. And to be fair, I think for them, not that they care or will ever notice, but they took a lot of heat off that other annoying band that came out at the same time. Name the other band that were out at the same time that were big. The Scouts. You'd Is know that... them. Uh, guitar-based band. Yeah. Same time as Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. Same type of music. Yeah. They were scouts. I think so. Oh my there. god. You know them, not the Zootons. Oh my god, are you being mean now? Yeah. Who what are they called? Are you being mean? Who are they? Not no, the pigeon not, detectors. No, I'm not Say saying it. it. You're Say being it. horrible. Who? The wombats. No. Oh. <laughs> are they being mean? Keep going. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you do. They, uh, Ruby, 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 Ruby. Guys, Yeah. Now, I did like what they did the other day. They did some sort of funny song. But, yeah, generally, I think had Franz Ferdinand, they'd have been Franz Ferdinand to me had Franz Ferdinand not existed. Their first album is, fi is fine, it's good. And then I think they just, when Ruby happened, they had lost their way. But yeah, Franz Ferdinand probably did them a favour, to be honest. Also, in other Simply Red songs that annoy me, something got me started. Oh, so smug and weird. <coughs> no, I don't know. And that was the funny story of Mick Hatner, was that the claim that he'd slept with 3,000 women in his life. Who is sleeping with? I don't know, but... He has got a ruby tough and loads of money. Is that really funny? I'm sort of simply red tough. I hate him. I hate him. So I'm just saying. He didn't offend you that much. If you ever knock, if you ever knock a tough that, will you please get a ruby yeah, tough great Mick as in. <laughs> oh God, no! I'm not doing that. So Mickey messaged me after the last episode with a very strong contender in the Le Maroon Five. Maroon Five. Yeah. The is fucking moves like Jagger is possibly one of the worst songs that ever happened to music. Oh, I hate him, and I hate—I just hate him. I don't understand why he has to sing in the way he does. Because when Mar no, actually, they've always been annoying. But the, their first album was completely listenable. You could be talking about. Anything right now. Yeah. I just have to smile and not. But no. I didn't even know this song. It's like not. Jack. It's not Maroon Five that bother me. It's him. Adam. Yeah. So much, and he's smug as well. Adam Love Levine. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Can you? Like, he's not smug. 
He sings stupidly. All his music is trash. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I think we should just start like a side podcast of... Oh, and play. then, sorry, I've just got more to say about music, which I get. The, and then... <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like... it's And then, it doesn't it feature Christina Aguilera? I couldn't tell you. It's like they're competing against each other in the song. Oh, oh no. I, no one's got time for that. Just sing and know that you're good. You don't have to be like, oh, I'm really good. Like Jessie J. Jessie J is good at singing. Don't show off about it mid-song. Yeah. There was a... Where... <coughs> there was a girl who used to sing when I was in school and the nickname for that person was TVLP. Because it was two bars less, please. Oh, As in, God. she would sing, over sing everything and always go on. You know, like, the song would finish. You know, we have to sing stuff. So you'd be like, and the song is over. <sighs> and you'd be like, what, what are you trying to prove here? Yeah, two bars less, please. Yeah. That, Kerry says that's one, one of his number one pet peeves is people teenage, teenage girls singing. In that way. Just people singing to you is, like, intense. <sighs> It is the no, don't start. <laughs> it's bring, the worst. This is why I need to bring out a guitar. If you did that, I'd have to leave. You could be like incredible, and I'd have to. I'm leave. gonna start a Kickstarter for your f- birthday where we get someone to just we just ruin the wombats. You will just pay for you to sit there while the wombats sing. At yeah, you. even in that situation, I'd find that awkward. Yeah, no, just you in a room. Yeah, with them, I would find that distanced. really awkward. Like I love them, but it would be too much. I wouldn't know where to look. Where do you look in that situation? Do you into, look into, their, into eyes. their eyes? Yeah, they're all going to take it in turns, one at a time. The drummer. I hate, I hate it. I hate the thought of it. Can this be the trailer for this week? <laughs> <laughs> Air drumming. <laughs> While staring at me. While I do a look at the camera. So there's loads of YouTube channels that are really successful where they do reaction videos. And they'll take like people that read really hip-hop and show them heavy metal videos mm. and they're like, whoa, and they break down the song and like, this is amazing. <laughs> should we just start one where we just listen to songs that make us angry? <laughs> and we can discuss the fine details of why it enrages us. <laughs> Have you seen the two guys reacting to Phil Collins? White guy music's amazing. Yeah. Oh, poor Phil Collins, he's not in a good way. What? Phil Collins. Is he not? He's in a wheelchair. Mm. And they're about to... Genesis are about to play. That's like ultimate middle class music, isn't it? Genesis? Yeah. It's the mm-hmm. soundtrack to everyone growing up. Drunk parents listening to Genesis. That was my rich friend's parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to fall asleep on my friend's bedroom floor because they're listening to Genesis downstairs. Which oh, means they've opened red wine. God. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Oh, no. Again, also... Normally followed up by UB40, and you're like, oh, it's the set, now they're dancing. Which, which UB40 song? I don't know, any of them. I know one. They all sound like, you know, Red Red Wine. Of course they do. No, they do a really good cover of an old song mm. that everyone loves. Wet, okay. wet, wet. They're um, pretty annoying. Yeah, I know one song again. What one? The one that was in A Feeling. Yeah. I think. What about Angel Eyes? No. Are you missing out then? <laughs> what you just said, they're annoying. Yeah, but my parents got the voice of Angel. No, they are annoying. Mm. Yeah. George Michael used to really annoy me until I found out that, he, can't say that. he did no, loads no, of good stuff and he's Cancel. Why? Mrs. James will switch this off. We've just lost a listener. <laughs> I said used to, and then there's a redemption arc in this when I found out that he actually was an incredible human being. It's the music. Yeah, I liked Faith, but I didn't like some of his later work. Can't think of which ones. Mrs. James, he doesn't mean it. I don't mean it. I'm, I'm wrong. Well, I actually don't know how much my mum loves George Michael. I think she once said, I don't mind George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and we've ran with it. And now every, every Christmas. time, ev- every Christmas, every time he comes on the TV. I really like enjoyed him being Freddie Mercury at the Queen tribute concert. Oh, where he said, find me some body to love. Oh, I've never come across that's that. That's a dude. Be prepared. Don't worry, I'm going to die. That's in my... Totes um, emotion. Um, so that's a good one. But yeah. I'll do the best. 
what was the song he did when he was trying to make a comeback? This has actually gone full circle in episode 20 because we started off this whole series with music. About music, music our favourite music. Yeah, our favourite music, and now we're going to. And which music kind of, that yeah, we week by week, we've like. just gone from like, hey, be positive, get after it, raise your voice, to just like, do you know what's wrong with the world? Yeah, exactly. I really want to know what the George Michael song is that I do. Outside. Oh, okay, no, okay, I get that. Yeah, it's not, that's not a great one of his. No, that, I mean, it's terrible uh, and yeah, annoying. Okay, we'll say that. Don't worry, your mum will still love you. His duet with Elton John is... Excellent. <laughs> I didn't know where you go with that. Is what? What is it? It's excellent. Don't let the sun go down on me. It's good. Did not know they were both involved in that. Yeah, they were. It's good great. job, guys. It's great. But yeah, no, so I, yeah, so every time George Michael comes on now, we like make a real big deal out of being like, Mum! Sting. Sting. <laughs> Smug. Yeah, pretty annoying. Mm-hmm. So I've just got Maroon 5 in, in my head now. It's like the ultimate, I fucking hate you. It's just killed the vibe. Yeah, now we should talk about politics. Got scouting for girls. Oh, hate them. What do they say? I've had uh, the same jeans on. No, that's the view. <laughs> really annoying they did one song that one song and that was it and then everyone played that one song um scouting for girls saying i know <sighs> no i'm not gonna be it's in the one that's good don't start oh we've left out your favorite don't you don't. so there's a song that <laughs> I, most people would consider annoying but mickey thinks is a seminal piece of music so i don't know if you've heard of the so I, don't, I have to be careful how I speak now because she'll get very angry, but the Hoosiers <laughs> released the song <laughs> a few years back. The, it, this has been, we haven't made this joke, so I don't like this song. Oh, I just thought it was really funny to pretend that this was the one back, and it's not. It's like a whole thing. There's a hole in your life. I think you flicked between two songs. No! Don't pretend like you don't know it. Anyway, Goodbye Mr. A, Mick Hucknall's favourite song. Fact. <laughs> Stop calling me Mick Hucknall now. Sorry. Oh, God. Kerry Humphreys' partner. <laughs> Mr. Humphreys' partner. Mr. Humphreys' partner. Don't. What do you want to be called? My name. Michaela. Mick. Mick. You're mm. not you're Mickey here. You're not in Hereford now, no, sir. No. no, some people here do call me Mick. And Who? It it takes me by surprise. People that I wouldn't, people that I should like shouldn't are being over familiar, and then it really catches me off guard. Like there's one or two people that I see quite regularly that just say Mick, and then I'm like, hmm. I yeah, they're me. overly familiar, but it's okay because they won't listen to this. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> no, it's definitely yeah, no. They're, this. No, they're my friends. I see all the time. They don't listen to this podcast. I don't know. I I. I like when people call me Mick because it makes me feel like they know me. Alright, Mick. Yeah. Um, mental note. But from this there table, are some you'll people... be Michaela. <laughs> but there are some people that say it and I'm like, oh, that didn't, didn't sound right. <laughs> well, I think work, sometimes people like really shorten my name and they call me Mick and I'm like, oh, that's just... But yeah. I think Why got... do I have a problem with everything? Like, I can't just be like, yeah, I like that. That was it. It was 20 episodes of therapy for you to get to that. <laughs> why, like, that was the plan. Problem with everything. Yeah, yeah. Why do I have a problem with everything? No. So, yeah, music's annoying, but also the best thing ever. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it, well, it's, it's all about feelings and emotions, isn't it? It's, it can, like, bring out feelings and emotions that no other thing possibly can, I think. Like, in terms of, you can hear, like, one note and cry. Or Which hear, like, one I, note and be like, I, I am so filled with rage. It's dangerous for it to be mixed with things like religion when people are like, I felt the power of God yeah, in that. And I'm like, yeah, because you had 5,000 in a mega church singing. Mm-hmm. I had the same thing when I went to see Avenged Sevenfold. I hate Avenged Sevenfold. I really didn't like, like it at this all. This is the best thing ever. Walked into a tent in Reading where they were playing and they played, I don't know, some song. That's and 2,000 people all started singing along and the drums kicked in. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And then, and that was when I was like, this could lead to Nazis. Yeah. That's how it works. The same thing happened with me and Little Mix. Yeah. 
Which I break down why Little Mates is a problem for everyone. No, not, not again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, I've always said, if, if it's the power of God, then you could technically put it to the test by having, you know, like, at a congregation, Mm-mm. have, like, an orchestra, and, like, you do another thing, and then, like, have it in a foreign language, and the words are actually, like... Let's kill people yeah. indiscriminately. You can be a part of it. Why? And people would be like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Because they well, didn't understand. Land of, land of Hope and Glory. Is that Land of Hope and Glory? No. Yeah, it is. Deine binden wieder, was dir morgens lang gesagt wird sehen. It's, um... Oh no, that's not Land of Hope and Glory. No, it's the thing. Fun fact, Edward Elgar, who composed Land of Hope and Glory, it's from Hereford. Did you drink your granddad's cider? No, I think they were generation But yeah, I think it's, you know, <clears throat> but it's referred to as worship, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, guess. I think it's, I think, it's, it, I agree. I think it's really dangerous to tie the two together and then claim it's the power of yeah. a higher being. Or maybe it's it really is, and, that way. but, you know, God is fine with it being minor threat in a club in Washington screwing about. So, or, you know, but there are anthemic, amazing songs that affect people that are explicitly arguing against the fact that God exists. So yeah, it's exactly. tricky. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's, that, maybe that, maybe that's just for God's amusement and he's like, <laughs> you dumb bastard. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that's a mole rat's quote. Schooner is a silver stupid head. Yeah. No, that film you haven't seen? No, well, I, I don't know why that's a surprise. <laughs> I've not seen any films. That, that'd be good for our social media content. Has Mickey seen? From the, like, guess, we'll do bingo. Which films has Mickey seen? And we'll put Hook, The Goonies, The Lost Boys, Platoon, Commando, uh, The Breakfast Club, gonna get to 10 and you can remember all of these uh, more rats chasing Amy uh, what else true lies demolition man I'm going with one and that's only because you got sick of us bullying you incessantly so watch it yeah yeah but which one <laughs> I'm not going to do that because I can't remember the names of the other films you've just named, so... Have you seen Stand By Me? You're not ready. What about... But this is oh, my problem what about Little films? Rascals? No. This is, this is my issue of films. Richie I, Rich? Uh, nope. Home Alone? Yes. Two? Yeah. Lost in New York? Yeah. Uh, if it's a Christmas film, I've probably seen it because I know that it's going to be like a feel-good film in the end. Huck? Yeah. Rufio. Rufio. Yeah, so ha- oh, there's two on that list, I've seen. Whoa, 20%. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, but that's my issue with films, is that I don't want to sit and watch something that's going to make me feel rubbish and make me cry. Like what? None of those films will make you cry. No, I know, but when, when you said you're not really, like, stand by me, you're not ready oh, for yeah. it, then, no, I'm not. I'm not emotionally stable enough to be watching sort of, like stuff like this. Why did I cry out the other day? I'm not saying I'm a podcast. Come on. I cried my eyes at the McFly documentary. What's it about? Is it about the fall? It was on a Saturday and it was... um, Is it because Dougie's depressed and just got chickens? Yeah, well, I think that there is a lot... Like, I think Dougie has severe mental health... Like, ongoing mental health things that he needs to iron out. Not iron out, that's the wrong phrasing, but... There's yeah. a lot of stuff. You could just iron out your problems. No, I, no, because I'm like, I don't think that they, I, d- I don't know. Having watched it, I feel like there is a lot of pressure for them to be like this super group boy band and they are, they address it and they say, we always thought that we were going to be the best thing and then like, they released one album. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about this on the podcast. <laughs> we, we, they released one album and then like, One Direction became a thing. And they were referred to as like the new McFly, and they all took issue with that, and were like really annoyed about the fact that they weren't McFly anymore. They weren't like the best thing, so they felt like they had to release like really good second and third albums. And like, well, I didn't realize that at the they were like fifteen and sixteen <clears throat> when they first 
recorded and released their first album and they went straight to number one on like everything. Every song that they released went straight to number one. So they'd never actually realised that there is some level of hardship to creating music. They just thought everything they touched was gold. And then they had this whole breakdown then when they were like, oh, we're not as good as we thought we were. So then there's just, they just feel like they've had loads of pressure and then they, they, they say that they're best friends and then they've got... Why am I so into this? No, I'm, it's just <laughs> like, I wish there was now like subtitles to my mind that you could have this because the more you say it, I did like, just look at Owen and just like glazed over. <laughs> I was just like, and here is the world's smallest fire. I just have pictures of them in their mansions being like, well, this is and the then point. It's because we had I had to write our second album. So I didn't. So I actually feel so the reason I cried is because I was like, Dougie yeah. is just. I don't think Dougie wants any of this. His bar of gold is so heavy. Yeah. Okay. He's insanely rich, and it's a world with like a, a first world problem. It's not even a first. No, it's, it's, it's like a, a it's, it's what's above that. first. But world if you problem. like, you it's look a one percent of problem. What, what McFly create and what Dougie likes. It's completely, it's completely different, but because he's such like a, he's just, he wants to pe- please people, he never wants confrontation, he's just never been like, guys, I'm like not into this. And then when they... But he can start another band. Yeah, but I don't think he wants that. I don't think he wants any of it. And then he's like... Oh, they, but he wants the millions of pounds. <laughs> they talk about the, 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 when they're like, oh, we want to do more, so they did McBusted, didn't they? Where they joined forces with Busted. Awesome. I went to see it, it was great. Um... And then they were like, oh, we're going to record more music as McFly. And Ducky's like, no, I don't want to do it. And then the other three just get really annoyed at him. But I try and mask it by being like, oh, I was really upset. So I just thought that McFly was always the four of us. So, you know, Dougie not being on board was really upsetting for me. I'm like, you're not upset. You're pissed off that you're not going to make millions from a new album. That's what you're upset by. But the bit that made me cry is the fact that Dougie went into rehab and they asked someone outside to write him a letter. And I got really upset. Who wrote my letter? Tom. And was he like, mate, can you just get it so much we can get this album up and uh... Yeah, basically. I don't know, I just, you know what I mean? Like, you think people, yeah, but people aren't equipped to deal with that level of fame at that age. Mm-hmm. Bra- their brains have been shaped the wrong way, but it is hard to be. No, I can be sympathetic to it, but it's also. Like, in the big scheme of things. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, these are just. Was this a children in need thing? And then they were like, yeah, if you want to donate to McFly, you can... Uh... I don't know what, it, what the purpose of it was, actually. I know what it was. Like... It was the oh, they marketing for their album. album. They have just released a new album. Oh, so it all comes together at the end where Dougie's like, guys! I do want to do it! I'm back! I've put a plaster over some of these mental health issues I've got going on. And they I were like, he was like, nah, I'm just not interested. And they were like, three million? He's like, nah, I'm just, I got... I just want to reconnect with my artistic roots. No, five minutes. Like, when do we start? I know. <laughs> no, it's, no, I just yeah, always thought they yeah, were good people. Problems, yeah, yeah. No, but I always just thought they were good people. And the more I was watching, they the more I was stories. like... Uh, the Dinosaur mm. Poop Christmas. But there's a bit in it where they talk about that. So they talk about Dougie and Tom wrote a book. Mm. And Danny's like, they had a conversation about doing something without me. And he's like, he's like saying it as a joke and he's like upset but you can tell I'm like no this is still an issue for you the fact that they went and did a fun side project but it didn't talk to you about it I was like oh do you know what you're all just actually you're all annoying as fuck get a grip of what your problems are in this I like that you've gone full second sideways no because I am I watched this documentary and I was crying as really I know what, I'm like, no, I've thought no, about that's it. not what I said no, what okay. I said was I Mick, cried Mick. or something Oh, Mick. I've held space for you, and you've been able to explore those feelings. You're welcome. Uh, the listeners have held space for you. And now you I'm really that sorry actually... that you've just held space for the last <coughs> five minutes. Cause... No, you needed it. Otherwise, you'd been going around being but like, in, oh, But you're right, like, in the grand scheme of things, those problems that they had were just... Glorious problems. Oh, though. yeah. Because imagine being like, oh, you know, I had infinite amounts of fame by the time I was 20... And I'm doing this with my best friend, which I'm putting in inverted commas, because that's what we keep saying. I'm like, I don't believe that. But, um... What's their only friends? Who else can you trust well, in that position? Exactly. And then, um... You get, to, you get to do your third album, and it's not had the success that you want, and then your whole world comes crashing down based off that. Like, come on. It's because they're not in love with the process. 
in the same way if we defined our success on numbers. how many dead numbers we'd never have made it to 20 but no you know, I count a thousand you know, I, no I count a thousand as yeah it's awesome mm. it, it's very weird and humbling to think people have endured yeah, this sure. that much it's, but, but I mean I do hands up now I, I appreciate that by bringing George Michael into the equation I may have killed that so I no you redeemed yourself He's a great human from what I've seen. That wrote great music. I think it's like, I think it's more wow actually. Ah, oh, well, now we're talking. It, 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 to be honest, it's just outside. I have an issue. It's just outside. <laughs> I just hate it. Yeah, fair. Um, but yeah, I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because they, you know, to some people, McFly, those songs probably were there for them at the lowest points of their lives. You can't belittle it because it's not like some. I can't you be can't like, oh well, it wasn't written by like some people that are in a tiny hardcore punk band. It just doesn't count. Yeah, you can't. And I, I do, I do like McFly. But I don't care that they're sad that their album. But no, is but it true? We can fact check it. Fact check this. One Direction are the most successful music group of all time. Yeah, I, I think that that is true. I find that like they well they overwhelmingly depressing. They became more successful than the Beatles like after their last album I believe. And then that's when they kind of split up, I think. But yeah, they became more successful than the Beatles. Which, yeah, it's quite depressing isn't it? But out there there is a group of people that are like one direction to save my life, so. Yeah. I, I, I... Different strokes for different folks I believe is the phrase. Yes. That is the phrase. I hope that in 10 years time we have to come back and make an apology because apparently that phrase is rooted in some sort of weird thing. It's got potential, different folks, that's got potential to be... Yeah, somewhere someone's going to find out. Cancelled. Yeah, for sure. Not fucking McFly. Mickey, I don't think you talking about fucking McFly is... What you did in Hereford in your early years is up to you. Oh, we're back, live, hi, welcome. The soundbite is literally you saying like twenty minutes of that was talking was me talking about fucking McFly, and you put the intonation oh, in completely the wrong God. place. <laughs> that is gold. I'm gonna cut it between you, Dougie, and then being like me fucking McFly. <laughs> I could sell that story if I had this. I I know someone who has slept with Robbie Williams and a Backstreet Boy. Oh, you've told me about this. It's a good uh, list. It's good. good. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you want to call that. Can't put that in the podcast though. Oh, do I have to cut that? Yeah. Cut that. <laughs> cut it. He would not be happy. Oh! <laughs> it's true too! <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. <laughs> but seriously, we'll cut that. Um, so I've been listening. This sort of feeds into it. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the social dilemma, as you know, yeah. but you did. Was a man involved in it called Tristan Harris, and he's now a sort of ethical guy, the head of like the internet being good. Yeah, he's head. Uh, the ethical council. Yeah, internet. his title is quite a bizarre title. It's like ethical. It's like oh yeah, I can't remember, but it's it's something like ethical internet or ethical. I'm listening to an interview with him now. Full disclosure, it's on Joe Rogan. Come at me. But he's interesting, so I'm listening yeah, to that. that. Um, and he talks about the notion of recommended is the problem. Like the yeah. algorithm yeah, for yeah. recommended. Yeah. So that's what he was talking about. They, they talk about that in such a dilemma. It's the, it's the recommended stuff you that is the issue, not... But when they're talking about it, it's that... So, you guys can watch The Social Dilemma or listen to some of these interviews, but they basically say, to surmise, the algorithm recommends recommends next viewing and auto-plays it based not on what is most relevant or what is best suited to you, but what is most likely to engage you and keep you on there. Yeah. And they talk about if girls looked up diet advice, teenage girls, the voodoo doll kind of like... Uh, avatar they have for that. They know that if they recommend anorexia and thinspiration videos, so not how to deal with anorexia, like yeah. promotion of yeah, anorexia yeah. videos, 
that will keep it. So they just, the computer sends it there because the computer has no moral code. Yeah, It exactly. just knows that's yeah. what's going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same if you Google, uh, so it works on other platforms and he says that his wife joined a new mum's group. Right. And it was something about like organic food or making baby food. Yeah. And the next group from there that they were recommended to join was an anti-vaxxers one. Oh, right, okay. And you can see how this well, information... Well, you can see, you can totally see when you're given examples how it leads from something that's purely innocent to, like, some level of, like... Well, because it's just attention, it's looking Yeah. Um, but then it did get me thinking, with all of these things, because what he's basically saying is that it's, a, it's almost beyond our capacity to deal with. Mm-hmm. As in, it's a supercomputer that knows what you want more than you do. Yeah. So you kind of like are helpless to it, but that also advocates the responsibility of people that are struggling so much with social media because there is a point of how you engage with it and are you there to, are we going to see like a big shift back, you know, with people that are going off social media, you lose a lot of stuff. So think about the connections you wouldn't make if you have a good relationship with social media or the internet where you can connect with people that you would never meet or learn about. You know, we've just watched a really cool talk and there's all these kind of links that are built from that. Is it going to be that you have have more like curated content? So like you will go back to viewing people's websites or their blog. I think that there is some sort of don't call it a comeback. Yeah, but I do feel like there is some sort of resurgence for like people trying to promote websites and go into those things now. I mean, we do have two killer blog posts up from the past eight months, so if we keep this up, yes, about yeah, thousand hours stuff. and well, we were gonna minutes. we were gonna try and get some more blog posts. Yeah. This episode, do you remember? Yeah. Are we going to do it in the podcast or are we going to make a video? I thought we were going oh, to commit to like making stuff yeah, okay. to promote Sorry, not in this one. No, we this is about doing. your weird relationship with McFly and angry music and social media. Yeah, but with, you know, so mailing lists. I never got yeah. them and um, there's three I'm on that I'm like keen to read their emails when they go. Yeah. And that directs, and, and also there's a level of trust, isn't there? So you're not trusting a computer or an algorithm, you're trusting... Yourself. Yeah. yeah. Or, or like the recommend, you know, whilst you've just said you would never watch anything that's been recommended by people, but it's like if someone says to you, like, oh, you should check out this band, it's from their mouth, not... Yeah, as opposed to just coming up on your Facebook. That's the dog chewing his leg. You okay, Han? No, he's really going to town with leg. Um, yeah, I think, because the re- the re- they say in social media that the recommended videos are the issue, and like, just stop trying, just stop engaging with them, because as soon as it's, it is just mindless content where you, and they auto play, yeah. so you watch one and then the next one immediately loads up for you, and you can just get stuck in a loop of watching what you think is just innocent videos, but then it does lead to non-innocent and they're saying that the platforms are you know so Rupert Grint just went from naught to a million followers on okay, Instagram yeah. so David Attenborough set the record last week yeah. like last month and then Rupert Grint joined Instagram posted a picture of his baby and went to a million followers in four hours oh my god so that's you know it, it, it gamifies that but they're, they're also saying that platforms come out and they sell the idea that you can be mega successful instant so TikTok will be like well if you join us you can get a hundred thousand views on stuff super mm. fast and it's perpet- you know there'll be another platform and another platform so then you have people that have well you know and it's amazing that the orange spray oh, what's it called ocean spray guy mm. doing the Fleetwood Mac skateboarding that, that bought him a house he's yeah, bought a house with cash yeah. which is amazing and you wouldn't begrudge that at all no. but that's the thing everyone knows about him how many people are on those platforms? He wasn't trying to, he was just sharing stuff, making, like, it was, it was the process. It was funny to engage with. But then there's people that are living their life to, you know, they will put themselves in financial room because they'll be doing wilder stuff to get viral on the internet. Well, it's like, the, the people that do the hauls and stuff, 
that I'm so concerned for how much money they must be like I know that you will get to a point where it'll just be funded I'm but like no, we, but so me and my sister follows she went this person will not be watching the so we me and my sister went to uni with a girl that has um that has has, has got like a, quite a successful Instagram following does she do food reviews no she does hauls <laughs> you have to be really over in that scene. You really that. do with the L at the end of yeah, the so halls. Halls um, with an L, not an R and E and S. So, and I. No judgment. Every time I'm like, I don't. I, you mustn't be earning enough money from creating content to be able to fund a £500 ASOS haul. Yeah, there but if you no keep doing way. it. Like, and, I, and it concerns me that she must be like, I have to create content. To engage with my followers, so I'm gonna to have to spend five hundred pounds on. And now she's pregnant, so all of the stuff now is being tailored towards like baby hauls and stuff. And it's like the amount of like she posted the other day about buying a pram for literally like nine hundred pounds. And I just think I know these things cost money, but you are constantly talking about how much money you need to be where you are, like with a few tens of thousand followers. But I just think. You must be putting yourself in such a dangerous position just to create, and I'm going to be honest, pretty terrible content where she just tries on outfits and spins around to try and be famous does on she, social does media. Did she do a reel to go with it as well then? I've yeah. That was me doing the throwing in the shoe and then changing outfits. We could, do, change. we could do that. But the, well, yeah, there's a, there's a person in Swansea that's doing it who used to have an account that was doing something else. And, it's like, and you just think, it's strange because they're more, way more successful than most people I know. Like people I follow that are inspiring and offer loads of great kind of like content and insight into stuff and perspectives. And then there's people that are like, oh, I here's 15 things that are all basically the same from Premark. But the, the notion of like, it, I understand that sometimes they get stuff free, but it's just this notion of like, but the, it, it's pure capitalism. Yeah, and like your responsibility shouldn't that is it shouldn't then be like I get this for free and now I'm encouraging you to go buy it. Like I think that's irresponsible to to be to be like I'm trying these things on. Are these things fit amazing? I got it all for free, but now I'm saying to you, but on the go cap, buy yeah. it to make yourself feel better. I think that's really irresponsible, and especially when you're dealing with like so this girl is dealing with young mums and young girls, and she tries to promote that she's a f fitness influencer and all this sort of stuff and everything that she posts I'm just like there's so many damaging connotations to what you're suggesting and what you're trying to say that you're not helping anyone you're contributing to the problem that you're then annoyed about in the next post that you do but it's not the set you know I was trying to think well oh, maybe you know they are just showing people what the clothes look like on so people can make but it's not what they're doing is glamorizing look at all this amazing yeah. stuff and like a, where does it go? It's all fast fashion. Yeah. There's no ethics in it at all. So if you go from being a yoga teacher to that, mm -hmm. not saying that's what this person's done. Yeah. You know, it there's a there's a huge disparity between your actions and your values. And it's you know, really, I watch review videos. I watch them be like this pair of shoes, mm -hmm. and they'll go and see. But they they are breaking down the notion of like if you buy this jacket this is where you get. i don't watch jacket reviews but like tech you know tech reviews these things the idea of yeah. like you're giving insight into a long life yeah you want a long life project and i think those sorts of people are trying to be like don't waste your money on yeah this. if you're going to spend I wasted my 180 pounds on this yeah. pair of running trail running mm. shoes i found that they weren't very grippy don't yeah. do it as opposed to like i got 19 once you show them about what people watch and actually want is the bit the the, the dopamine hit of loads of clothes. Yeah. So then they're gonna go, you know, no one then goes, people who don't make content professionally refer to it as like a haul. Yeah. It's like, oh you just spent loads of stuff on disposable fashion that was made by children and is gonna break and be thrown away. Yeah. Yeah. I just think those videos are really damaging and they really annoy me. It's like an hour trigger point, but again, it's like, I'll go back to that thing we talked about. It's just, what do you call it? What do we call it? Selfish rage. What do we call it? Self-indulgent rage. Yeah. Where now I'm just like, ah, oh, I just get annoyed about it, but I'm still engaged with it because the rage I get from it is 
self-gratifying. Yeah, I'm like, oh, Get I'm going to be more. annoyed about this, and then I'm like, a text is going to make scrolling. Yeah. But then, uh, but then the night percent of my other feed I've created to be like, I'm not going to get angry about this. Mm. Yeah. But I think, so, you know, that's the thing. It's, if you think about what value, maybe people are either being like, no, those videos give me a welcome distraction from whatever. I just want, mm. it's the same as Strictly. Yeah, You're just a watching it. And it is hard because you don't want to be like, everything on the internet has to have meaning and be. But I am saying that. <laughs> well, just don't be vacuous. Like, that's. I don't know. That's my issue with it, is that a lot of it. it you're right. Like, it doesn't. It's like values. Your values are not aligning with what you're doing. Like, you're saying that you value. I don't know. Like, th there's another girl that I follow. I kind of know that's now promoting like um, using this water bottle that she's got because you know save plastic and I'm like yeah but also you have just bought a load of shit from fast fashion companies this water bottle has been provided to you by a fast fashion company so like you're saying then oh you know you've got to use reusable water bottles because of the turtles but you don't give a shit really and the if you do give a shit, what you're doing prior to that is not aligning with what you're promoting on the internet. But it's like the idea of like, that people refer to things as like retail therapy. I do, that phrase really annoys me. There is nothing I find, but again, it different strokes for different folks. Some people do find it really therapeutic. Dug and dumb on that, don't you? Yeah. yeah, but like, you know, the idea is really that we should be buying stuff on a needs basis. Yeah, or buying something that you love that's going to last a long time instead of feeling like you have to buy a lot of something at a really low price to make yourself feel happier. Mm. But if, you've, if your social media feed and if the stuff that you're consuming makes you feel that way, then of course... But that's the issue, isn't it? You can, I can be here being like, it's crap, but if, the only reason it's successful is because people want to watch that stuff. Exactly. And the only reason these shops exist is because there are people that are buying from them and aren't boycotting them. Despite everything available about the poor working conditions, the lack of human rights. And just your own happiness and well-being. If you go and shop mindlessly, you know, it doesn't, stuff doesn't make you, it's, yeah, it's a cliche, but it's true. Yeah, well, stuff doesn't really make you happy, does it? And it's okay to, like, buy something that you like, but, you know, even if you, even if it was like, imagine that if, if there was like a, oh, if you want to buy it, you have to wait an hour before you can have it, like, would you yeah, still want well, it? Yeah, I started doing that thing where, um, so I read something on social media that was like, if you're gonna buy something, put it in your basket, and then if you can't stop thinking about it for 24 hours, go and buy it, but if it, like, becomes something you can talk yourself out of, don't buy it. So I started doing that and it's like really helpful because you're like, oh no, I actually did really want the thing a day later as opposed to being like, oh, I've, sort of, I've seen an Instagram advert. And I do feel bad because sometimes I talk about like not buying stuff because I just don't buy stuff and then other people in my life buy it for me. So <laughs> I get that you probably, people do have to buy socks and hands and tea, you know, but, yes. um, but when we went away for and I saw a bag, that I wanted, I was like, I really like this bag. I drove Kerry mad because we had to go, we had to drive back in another country to the shop. Oh, another this day. is a band's bag. Yeah. yeah. Because I broke it and I was like, well, how many times will I use it? It was already like, I think it was like $35, which at the time, because it was in the old days, mm -hmm. was like 20 quid. And I was like, yeah, but still, I do have a bag. And yeah. I was like, but I can use this to take my gym stuff and it can fit my skipping rope in it or whatever. And then I was like, oh, what if I, if I take it to the gym every day in a year and it would have only cost me like 20 pence a day? And I'd broken it all down. I was like, and even then I was like, oh, but I don't know. Do I actually need it? It's like, it's a backpack and you can, and it, I had to go, wow. and now, and I've used that bag constantly. And now it's got my Kelly kettle and fire mm. stuff in it. And I love the bag. Yeah. So it was good, but it, I really tortured myself. And then... I got a montane jacket, I think, I'm pretty sure I didn't get it, but anyway, uh, for a year, I, summer, winter, when we were in to the gym that you first joined in, yeah. 
you know my navy coat with the orange hood my like mm, jacket it's got yeah. a, you would know because it's not my not my gray coat practically the other, the other coat i have i wore it every day yeah yeah also fun fact which will probably change unless someone can provide me with evidence to the contrary i don't believe i've been to a funeral this year i don't think i've worn trousers this year nice disclaimer i have shorts on <laughs> Just no bottoms. Yeah, I don't think I've worn adult clothes. I, well, I reckon you can get to the end of this year easily. And I've uh, I've had to retire my shoes. And everyone's like, oh, you've got new shoes. I'm like, these are 15. No, I was going to comment on them. Like, I was going to comment on them the other day because I was like, oh, everyone's wearing different shoes. And I was like, no, I've seen those before. They're definitely not new shoes. Yes. I've, my oh, other shoes, the, the, the glue Nikes. Well, they're not, but they, my feet just get soaking every time I put them on. Apparently, even when it's not raining. <laughs> But there's, uh, I glue, I've worked out all the original glue was gone, and now I have to super glue them basically once a week. Oh, yeah, it's not okay. And then I thought, well, that seems good to keep up, but like, there needs to be, be a better solution because super glue, you shouldn't just be buying loads of super glue. <laughs> no. me, you know, and so. also, like, there's going to come to a point where you've spent more in super glue than you have on just yeah, on the shoes, yeah, shoes, yeah. But now I'm like scouring the internet. For shoes being like, well, if I wear them every day for a year, or what, and it's you know, but I will wear a pair of shoes till they fall off my feet. Mm-hmm. So I had to have that conversation with myself yesterday because someone put in that there was a sale on Nike with Metcons, and I was like, oh, I could get some new Metcons. I had to have a full conversation with myself, being like, you do not need new shoes, and then being like, oh, but, and then having to like basically make a list of pros and cons as to why I, I didn't need new shoes or why I should, why I deserved new shoes. But recommendations for any shoes that I will not, because I, I tried, I tried Vans, just a pair of like Vans. Oh yeah. The year before, yeah. didn't I? Wreck those. They just I just, but I honestly don't, I don't think there is a pair of shoes that is going to serve you for a year with what you do. What? <laughs> Standing around telling people to exercise? No, you're always, no. You mean, no. I need children's shoes. Yeah, basically. You know when kids get new shoes and they wear them to school and then they come home and their mum's like, Oh, How this new... Why, yeah, why have you scuffed That is me, day yeah. to day. But if you think what you do day to day is not what a normal <laughs> adult male Yeah, maybe if you just grew up, your like, shoes would last longer. Yeah, so acting like a child, I, like Vans aren't designed to want every day with you doing that. In fact, I would argue bands um, right now aren't designed to do what they were initially designed to do. Gosh, no, you can't skateboard. No. But you can stand around... Looking at skateboarding. Socially distant, <laughs> yeah. In skinny jeans. Yeah. Being cool. Yeah, exactly. But, I don't know, I haven't got any recommendations for you. Yeah, should we talk about more songs to make us angry? It's still my favourite. Is it really, really your favourite? Yeah, I like think we should make a playlist. I'm going to make a playlist yeah. of this. And I'm going to put it on our social media feed tomorrow. Which will be in three weeks though. <laughs> <laughs> two. Yeah. Um, Mickey I, apparently I thought that the season two was like us taking time off. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're going to take like a week or two off. And I was like, no, no, no. We're going straight to season two. It does sound legit though. What? Season two. Oh, I think it's more just so I can type something else in. Do you know what's going to happen in, in series two now? We're going to get like new season? equipment during season two. It's yeah. exciting. That is exciting. There's us being like, don't buy shit. <laughs> well, it's not. It, yeah, but that equipment will yeah. enable more people to find their voice. Exactly. Which is the whole purpose of this. Should we, do, should we do a test? Should we help people by recording some mini episodes on stuff that's available to everyone? And be like, here's how you make a podcast. Using oh, just a phone. Helpful, yeah. Using a cassette player. Mickey's like, what's that? I know what a cassette player is, I don't know where to find one. I know why Mickey knows what a cassette player is. Talking of bands that fucking really annoy me. <gasps> Tell that story. No, so I knew what a cassette player was before this. Anyway. So <laughs> and you still ordered. Ugh. I'm too embarrassed to say it. it was, so the it was, cold no! music. Uh, so let, let me just say, this was the Mickey of two years ago, three years ago. I have a different thing now, I'm not. I would have done it now. Um, so to get on the Mumford and Sons priority list for um, tickets, they were like, oh, buy something from our store. And 
you can go on our priority list. And I was like, great, I'm going to do that. So what is the cheapest item I can find on their store? Which was a cassette of their latest album. So I bought this cassette to get... <laughs> Stop laughing. So I bought this cassette and then... I remember this conversation. I didn't get tickets in the priority sale. So I ended up just having a cassette that would remind me... Guess what it is? Guess what it is? I had a cassette that would just remind me of that time I just didn't get tickets. I spent an obscene amount of money on a cassette I could never listen to. I missed the Royal Mail delivery and then I thought, fuck you, I'm not picking it up. I so didn't even have the cassette. <laughs> but for me, it's a win. A, you don't have to listen to that music and B, you don't get to see them live. That was the universe. Looking at, I take it back. I wanted Maybe to see God my first live like, because I thought that they would be a really good band to see live and they would... And No, I'm, I'm, because they... I have real issue with my Wait, inside. so now... I just said wait really quickly. Yes, let me be clear. Sorry. Um, but now I realise the reason I think that they will be really good is what you've just said in terms of if you go see anything where 2,000 people know the words, it becomes a completely different experience. You know, like when they're out, when they're, when they're, when you hear their songs on a night out and everyone's singing, and you're like, fuck, these guys are amazing. And then you listen yeah, to them on your own, you're like, uh... And also, not really upfront about their ulterior motives. Oh, they're and they're religious. Yeah. Mm. Didn't hear about that coming until they had loads of people listening to them being like, ah, surprise! It's <laughs> actually about God. Yeah. Mm. Again. Not not a visual podcast. So demands and sounds cause you rage. Yeah, massive amounts. Because they definitely like just. I'm pretty sure they were again another one of those bands that played different styles of music and then went, oh, just stick a banjo in, it's gonna be big. We'll all wear tweed and pretend we're farmers. Banjos will be big. They were definitely a different. They were like, oh, we'll just this is gonna be big. Mm. Get on it. Mm. So yeah. Anyway, stay tuned for. Oh God, episode that. one of season two of the podcast. It's going to be name. just what? We're not going to change the name. Well, season season one. Oh, was we're murder on, yeah, yeah. on the Dodgers. Yeah, we'll have a new name. Okay. Whoa. Exciting times ahead. Um, it would just be just as filled with rage, yeah. anger, rants. Poorly researched waffle. Poorly researched waffle. But coffee drinking. On the plus side, for all of you who've listened to season one, early adopters. No one can take that from you. No. Maybe we should delete all the first season. So and then I would you quite can like only that get actually, it on like then we can an never archive. listen to episode one through five. Why? Like? I don't know like what you mean like. It's it's painful. How often do you re-listen to them? No, just when I think about them I'm like Ugh. I think they were great. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah, now as veterans of the and game. And now we've got a perfectly formed podcast with no what you call it no signs of slowing down no, no I think down. yeah you know it will be oh maybe we could do that we'll archive them and then be like that's for the patrons oh god yeah if you want to listen to the first 20 so there's um one of the podcasts <laughs> I all this shit we're not going to do I think this. One, of our, one of the podcasts that I listen to they've done like um they take like the best bits of like earlier episodes now and like put them into a new episode, which is cheating. But I was like, imagine me and Owen did this. It would just be like, the best of rants. Just, we could do a whole episode of, because I've got all the video files, just Mickey looking to camera, breaking yes. the fourth wall. Let's do that. <laughs> while, doing while Pam over here goes, Jim looking while Pam goes, man. Yeah, we could just do a whole look to camera while I did that whole McFly chat earlier from you. I, we need a second camera to just see me glazing over. And then have my inner When I turned to you and I looked at it, I was like, he's glazed over, he doesn't give a shit about this. I gave a shit about it, it was just making me angry. Because I was like, it was like watching the media spoon feed you something of like, ah, oh, look mm. at these poor rich white people. Oh no, I didn't know that. Who are sad about their songs oh, because, because other rich white people have got, have got to, yeah, have more to follow a there. younger. Yeah, richer version of them. Yeah, exactly. Which brings wow. us all back to Little Bits. I'm so glad we actually... with the lyrics to power. <laughs> I'm so glad we've come full circle. Start our music, finish our music. As is the story of life. So, thank you all for listening. Sorry. We cannot finish on that. What are you talking about? 
Well, you have like an entrance theme song and then they play you out your funeral to music, don't they? <gasps> no, you don't come into the world listening like with... Oh, you can. You can both in playlist, I suppose. Yeah, you can. Just say I know that because one of my friends just made one and she had Diana Ross I'm coming out on it. Wow. I like it. Believe it. And the circle of life. Oh really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, hashtag not listening. <laughs> <laughs> so we're safe with that one. To all the people Mickey's thrown under a bus today, when this is worldly famous and they did, like that's why we need to archive these ones. Oh yeah, because we, you we've from not the, just me, from you've the, almost thrown someone that, under the bus today. I have not, because that's been edited out. No, I don't like that. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyway, thank you all for sticking with us. For 20 episodes, 20 whole episodes. It's been a blast. Yeah. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. In the meantime, remember... Time is fine. I, oh, I stole your line. <laughs> and everyone you love is going to die. Go on then, you be me. <laughs> no, you missed the best one. Live, laugh, love. <laughs>